Hi, I'm Leo Finelli, and you're listening to Generation Change. It's 2024, and we're starting the new year off strong by introducing you all to Bailey Honey. Bailey is a 16-year-old Gen Z political strategist from Northwestern Connecticut. She is currently a junior at Torrington High School, chair of the Connecticut High School Democrats, and chief of staff for Voters of Tomorrow, the same organization that our previous two guests work with, so we're kind of continuing the saga. Bailey and I chatted about how she got into politics early on, her leadership roles, and Taylor Swift. Our first episode of 2024 starts now. So tell me about your mom and your grandmother. I understand that both of them have served in political office. Yeah. So my mom is a union organizer and pretty much got that job right out of college. So she basically organizes like for the most part, like cannabis workers, grocery stores in the area. And she's also elected to our city council here in Torrington. I live in Connecticut, which is a very blue state, but the town that I live in is very much not. So she is in the minority on that. And then my grandma is also on the board of education. My mom is actually no longer running for city council this year and running for a different elected position instead. But still, I've kind of always had like that local government influence on my life. Are you allowed to tell me what position your mom is running for? Yeah, so she's running for constable, which is like means pretty much nothing. And it's very much outdated. If you look it up, it's like really funny. It used to be like police officers like 200 years ago. I don't even know. I really don't understand it. No one really does. But she's running for that. So you grew up in Torrington, Connecticut. Where is that? It's like pretty much I'm almost in Massachusetts. It's in the northwest corner of Connecticut. Very much like, I don't know, when most people think of Connecticut, they think of like, the like area that's pretty close to like New York City. So I'm the opposite of that. It's not traditional Connecticut and I'm about like 20 minutes away from the Massachusetts border. So how and why did you first get involved? I mean, honestly, it's like people ask me this question and I don't really know how to answer it because it kind of just happened. I mean, I know a lot of people say that, but like, I mean, I am very close to where Sandy Hook happened. And I was the same age as all of the kids that died that day when it happened which always just kind of left this impact on me. I mean, I was five, six years old, but like it still was like, obviously I didn't understand it at the moment, but growing up and like I have two younger sisters that like go through active shooter drills, like it's nothing. And it kind of just like, at this point we've become so numb to it. So that's definitely always been my call to action. I mean, my mom being a union organizer and having local elected officials in my family, it's kind of always been like, you know, politics has always been presented to me and not necessarily like certain ideals, but just the idea that you should get involved in your community and get involved if you see something going on that you don't agree with. So that has definitely like pushed me into everything. I mean, overall, like Donald Trump's election, definitely. I mean, I was like, what, eight years old, but like definitely was like a wake up call. I got to go to the Women's March that following January. That was like really, I mean, eye opening to me. Um, Again, I was super, super young, but like before I could even really understand what was happening, it kind of just like, I don't know, I guess pushed me into a call to action. And yeah, I've been like testing out the waters and doing a bunch of different things ever since. What causes are you most passionate about and why? I mean, definitely gun violence. Um, That is just like kind of always been super, super important to me. I guess my driving issue when I go into 
any sort of work, whether it's gun violence prevention related or not. Also, like, I think just youth rights in general, a lot of the work I do is just centered, like, not around party, but just youth and young people in general, especially Gen Z. And aren't you on your high school student council? So, yes, actually, funny story. Um, I served the, on there for the first two years. This year, I'm actually doing online school for my junior year um, for a bunch of different reasons, not necessarily just politics, but mental health and everything altogether was just the best decision for me. Um, I'll be going back to public school next year. So I really liked my first two years on student council. Um, and I kind of like, I like to think I take more of like an executive, like leadership role in like life, I guess. So yeah, it was kind of just like a natural for me. It was pretty difficult when you're running, I guess, in like high school student council, because you're basically running against your friends. So it's not like you're going to throw out attack ads. But I mean, I think like just the basic things that you think about that are so simple, just like talking to everyone. I've been pretty involved in politics in that realm since like middle school. So a lot of kids know that like I kind of can like, I guess campaign because that's a lot of what I do. Um, so that definitely helped me, but also just like talking to students, like obviously silly things like making posters and reposting a social media story, like that sort of stuff too. And you're the Connecticut State Chair for High School Democrats of America. How did you get that position? So I was kind of, kind of a long story. So the former chair um, was graduating and going to college. So we needed a replacement in the first place. And I had been running my local chapter for the year prior to that. So uh, it kind of just made sense. I ran an uncontested election, which was very great and very easy. Um, and I've been in that position for two years now. Hmm. And you're also the national chief of staff for Voters of Tomorrow. What do you do in that job? I mean, it's definitely like, a lot of like day-to-day -day operations stuff. I get to meet with so many cool people and especially like for my age, I just celebrated my 16th birthday two weeks ago. Like it's definitely cool to be in like, I guess like to take a quote from Hamilton, like the room where it happens, um, kind of like being around these really important and influential people, whether it's just like figuring out um, logistics about how things work or just like talking bigger political strategy in general. I mean, I really, really enjoy what I do there and get to meet so, so many amazing people. You've gotten to meet several members of Congress. Which ones? I mean, I am super, super close with the entire Connecticut delegation. So that's our five members of Congress and then Senator Blumenthal and Senator Murphy. I've had the opportunity to lobby Congress, I think twice now. So that was obviously a great opportunity to meet a ton of members. And then also just like within Voters of Tomorrow, we just had our summit over the summer where we got to welcome like uh, Congressman Maxwell Frost, which is like super great because he's Gen Z, which is like super, super cool to me. Um, and then like Speaker Merritt and Nancy Pelosi and stuff on top of that as well. You're only 16 and you can't vote yet. And with everything you do around voting and encouraging others to vote, how does it feel knowing that you're not yet old enough to do it yourself, but you're doing so much to make sure that other people can and that other people do? How does it that feel? It's definitely super frustrating. I mean, think about like working on a project for like basically years and then not being able to like participate in the results of it. Um, but I think like, I like to feel like my impact is being made through the work that I do. I mean, if I influence even just like five people in local elections to vote for someone that I care about, my mom, for example, then I feel like that's enough. Um, I feel like I can kind of count that as my vote in a way and that I'm participating and, you know, persuading 
people on how basically I would vote. It's definitely frustrating though. You can work at 16. You can pay taxes at 16. It kind of makes sense that you could vote at 16. We're seeing these Republican candidates like Vivek Ramaswamy, for example, like suggesting that we raise the voting age to 21, which is just insane to me. Like there's no reason you should be able to serve in the military and not vote. If this is going to impact us younger people as much as it will, exactly. why can't we have a voice on it? A thousand percent. Yep. So let's change the subject. I want to talk about something else now. You're a huge Swifty and you went oh to the Eras tour. How hard was it to get tickets? Oh my God. It was the best night of my life. And I'm not even exaggerating. I am such, like you said, I'm such a huge Swifty. So we like, it was actually a funny story. We did not make it through the first, I don't know, 12 rounds of the Ticketmaster. So they had sent us an email being like, here's one last try. And I ended up just like putting my credit card information in and then ended up with very expensive floor tickets the next week, which was not necessarily how I wanted it to go. But, you know, I was 16 rows from Taylor Swift for my best friend's 16th birthday. And it was the best night of my life. But you were at the stop at Gillette Stadium where the Patriots play. Wasn't that the one where it rained hard? So I was the day after it rained super hard, but I had a ton of friends that were there caught in like giant rainstorm. But on my show, because it had rained so hard the night before, the piano broke. So for her surprise song, she had to do two on the guitar, which I'm not complaining, but it was definitely like, it was so funny. If you got to meet Taylor Swift, what is the first thing you would say to her? Oh God, I mean... I'd probably cry. I love that woman so much. But like, I mean, I think she wrote the song called Only the Young that I really resonate with. Uh, let's go back into politics for a second here. But in her documentary, Miss Americana, it's kind of basically following her around as she's deciding whether or not to speak out on an election um, of Senator Marsha Blackburn in Tennessee. So that kind of follows her whole story between all of that and like speaking out against President Donald Trump. Um, she ended that documentary by writing a song called Only the Young, which is basically about how our generation, only the young, is the only one to experience like gun violence and just so many other issues happening the way that they are. So I would definitely, I mean, if I had to pick a favorite song meaning wise, it would definitely be Only the Young. I've said Only the Young 15 times, but like, yeah, I don't know. What else do you do in your spare time? I mean, definitely, I wouldn't say I have a lot of spare time, but I like to make time for my friends, make time to just do like, I guess what people would call normal 16 year old things in politics. And if you're doing a lot of this work, it gets, it gets really easy to kind of slip away from like, I guess, like normal life. So I like to just like, hang out with my friends, go to sports games. I love a good Starbucks run all the time. So I like to just like, basically everything you think a normal 16 year old would do, I like to fit into my life somehow. How do you take care of yourself physically and mentally? It's definitely pretty hard. Like I said, like everything gets swept away so easily when you're focused on one thing. I mean, I like to just like give myself some time. For the most part, I try not to work on the weekends if I can. Again, things come here and there and I have to catch up with school or whatever. And it is what it is. But I like to take the weekends to, you know, hang out with my friends. I kind of like, not that I'm a gym rat in any way, but I think it's really important to like get my body moving. It helps me just think better as a human. Um, so I like to go to the gym every once in a while. And then also just like taking time to myself and unplugging and like putting my phone and everything on do not disturb. And just like, whether it's like hanging out with my family, walking my dog, anything like that, that just takes me out of the moment for a little bit.
Do you like being out in nature? I mean, definitely. Here in the Northeast, it gets really cold really fast and basically is disgusting half the year. Uh, but like in the summer and like when we're kind of like edging into spring here, it's really beautiful. And we're about to hit foliage season, uh, which is super, super pretty up here. So yeah. Are you thinking about college yet? Definitely. I mean, I'm taking my SAT in like a week and a half, which is, ooh. and then like, I've been touring a few college, like a ton of colleges over the past couple of years. And then I'm kind of planning a few in the near future. But yeah. What are some of the colleges you visited? So I got to do a summer program, a summer after my freshman year of high school at Georgetown that I really liked. Definitely a very hard school to get into, but you know, if I can get in, that'd be great. And then I have a ton of really close friends that go to George Washington University. So I've got to like spend a little, a good amount of time there. And of course, like being on the East Coast, having access to like, so many um, amazing schools like so close together. I live like right in the middle of New York City in Boston. So I've got to like visit like NYU and Columbia and then also like Boston College and like Northeastern and then again, just like Yale and like other things in the state too. So do you think you might run for office someday? I mean, if the timing lines up and the stars are aligned, definitely. I think like it's always been something like I guess basically in my blood. I mean, yeah, if the stars are aligned and it lines up perfectly and there's this here and there and I feel like it's the right time for me, then I would definitely consider it. I want to end this by saying I wouldn't change it for the world. I love all the work that I do. And yeah, I really enjoyed uh, talking to you today. I enjoyed talking to you too. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Bye. Politics have been a big part of Bailey's life since the beginning. Her mother has been a union leader for many years, and two years ago, 2022, unions won more than 70% of their elections. Let's get that over 90% in 2024. Bailey also said that a lot of her organizing isn't around the Democratic Party or partisan politics, but just youth rights and Gen Z. I feel the same way about myself and my work, and I agree that the voting age should be lowered. Think about all the things that Bailey is legally able to do as a 16-year-old. Why can't she vote? But even if she can't vote, Bailey wants and needs all of us to vote. We all know we can't have a future without each other. You can follow Bailey on Instagram at Bailey Honey, that's B-A-Y-L-Y-H-O-E-H-N-E, and you can stream the Taylor Swift Miss Americana documentary that she mentioned on Netflix. If you'd like to recommend someone to be on the show, or if you would like to be on the show, email us at generationchange at leofinelli.com. Please follow us on Instagram at genchangewithlf. That's at genchangewithlf. Subscribe and review wherever you get your podcasts and share this with your friends and others. Generation Change with Leo Finelli is hosted by Leo Finelli, executive produced by Julie Finelli, and edited by Nick and Leo Finelli. Our original music was composed and performed by Leo Finelli. Thank you so much for listening.